What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony here at the Culture Jack Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It is Monday Madness here in 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm just going to be talking about just an assortment of things, uh, a couple of fun things that I don't really know a whole lot about, but I want to talk about them anyways. Talk a little bit about 2022, some plans, and we'll keep the show with that. Uh, before I dive into the show, though, of course, guys, 2022 if you have not subscribed to the channel it's time it's time that you uh, took a moment helped us out hit the follow subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform and don't forget also drop us a review we greatly appreciate it it uh, helps us grow with the algorithm the algorithm it's a fun word to say Um, it does help with that and we greatly appreciate it 2022 you're going to continue to see the Culture Jack podcast evolve, grow, and uh, Dustin said it best in his last podcast. We found our little, uh, our little niche, our little spot uh, in in the uh, podcasting world, and we're uh, we're growing with it. So I am super appreciative, and it's also fuel for the fire from a creative standpoint when we get the opportunity to see uh, or or get a glimpse at the viewership, the listening, the, the whole shooting match grow. It, it is the creative fuel for me personally that says, Hey, what you're doing uh, is worth it. What Dustin and I are doing is worth it. We're listening. The community uh, has been great. Again, if you get the opportunity, it means the world to us. If you can obviously subscribe, if you're a new listener or maybe a regular one that just searches us every time for some unknown reason instead of following and of course leaving those reviews does mean a lot to us and of course check us out on facebook instagram and TikTok, and and pretty much everywhere that allows us to put stuff on social media so <laughs> all right let's kick this thing off so you know i gave kind of a quick weather warning that's kind of jacked me uh jack my schedule and my plans around quite, quite a bit. Uh, we started with high winds Saturday morning and uh, I, I had to run to the store to grab some groceries for the family and it was not nice. It was not a nice trip to the store. I'll tell you that it wasn't nearly as bad as it was last night and it is today. Um, but nonetheless, it really kind of mess things up and I'll tell you why. So yesterday, again, it wasn't so bad. I mean, 20 to 30 mile an hour winds. I think we're hitting forties with the gusts, 40, 45 mile an hour gusts, which isn't fun. Okay. That is not a fun time. Um, and it's been very constant. It wasn't like an hour. It's been several, you know, it's been shit a day and a half now since, uh, this, this whole thing conspired, but nonetheless, yesterday was manageable. I was getting some stuff done and then into the wee hours of the night, uh, well, we hours for me and into the evening, it was picking up quite a bit last night. In fact, I was preparing for the weekend wire and I was like, okay, cool, man. Um, I'm going to do some stuff with the kids. I got some other side projects and some stuff done. I'm like, I'm on a good roll here. And my little boy was like, Hey dad, I want you to lay with me. And you know, I was like, okay, cool. I'll do this. I'll get him down to bed. And then I'm going to go do the weekend wire. I'm going to go do uh, the Monday madness show. And we're going to kick this thing off. Right. Well, those thoughts got crushed pretty quick when uh, my power went out, <clears throat> which, you know, it happens. Uh, but the power went out for quite a while and then it kicked back on real briefly and then was out for hours and hours. And unfortunately, 
you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know what the temperature was, but the gusts of wind were hitting, had to have been hitting 60, 70 miles an hour. My house is shuddering like a, like a fucking tremoring earthquake. Uh, obviously my furnace shut off and then a bunch of stuff happened, right? So we got candles out. It was like, okay, let's get some, let's get a couple of things together in, in case we have to evacuate our home and, and whatnot. Um, unfortunately, the goddamn snow is being compacted like fucking cement everywhere. Uh, looking outside, there's branches. I mean, there is shit everywhere. This is not a good situation. Um, but lo and behold, uh, you know, we we blanketed it up and said, OK, well, let's let's get to sleep. So uh, going to sleep, I, I think I got three hours of sleep last night uh, from the wind gusts making a tremendous amount of noise and it's shaking the house and then the heater my heater uh faulted um and it does that because it was getting turned on and off on and off on and off with power power outages but we did officially lose power for several hours throughout the night um even even into the morning and then it kicked on for like 20 minutes and then it kicked off for 45 minutes and then kicked on um so a lot going on there uh, I did finally get up and, and go on again. I was up all night long. Uh, I had to reset the freaking furnace a couple of times. And then of course the, the lights were shuttering. I'm like, fuck, am I going to reset this? And then it's going to shut off um, because it'll do that. And it defaults that because it it's a, just a safeguard on this high efficiency uh, furnace I have anyways. So going through, you know, going through the motions there, which was, which was, you know, it's cool and and fine now at the moment, other than the weather is still hot trash outside. Uh, I don't think the wind has slowed and and just looking at my yard in my neighborhood, it is like there is shit everywhere. Fortunately, I don't have shingles on my house because the last time this happened, I had chunks of people's roofs in my yard and I'm not kidding. You think... Uh, a lot of people kind of misinterpret this kind of wind, like, oh, I know what it is to have a windy storm. But generally speaking, when you have a windy storm, it's like 20 to 25 mile an hour winds or even uh, pretty serious ones like 40 mile an hour winds. It, it's it's uh, very disruptive. Uh, but when you're hitting the 70 mile an hour winds, like it is dangerous at that point. And uh, looking, unfortunately, on posts on Facebook, man, some hor- horrible shit has happened. I mean, people's windows have been blown in like out of the frame. Uh, my neighbors got a little greenhouse thing. That's uh, it's not really a, it is a greenhouse, but it's like a uh, wood structure greenhouse. And they did a nice job. The roof is ripped off of it. I have no idea where it is. It could be in my yard. It could be in the neighbor's yard. I'm not going outside unless I absolutely have to, but you know, this kind of sheds light on these situations that arise. And it's like, Holy shit. Last night I had to turn, uh, I turn the water on. I'm like, fuck, I got to leave the water running because I don't want my pipes to freeze. Like, what do you do then? Like you're no one's really driving around. I'm looking out the window and and where I'm located in the city I'm at, I can kind of see across a large portion of the city. The city was black last night. And then fortunately, we had emergency responders, uh, police and whatnot were manning uh, the, the road there because the street lights were out. The uh, um, traffic lights were out. There's there's no lights at all. In fact, there's no store lights. There's no backups. There's no nothing. I mean, it was pitch black. And I don't mean for like, oh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I mean, for 
hours when I, like I said, I woke up several times. I didn't sleep as well as I had anticipated or wanted to. Um, but you could see that it was like, holy shit, we went dark guys. And it's not the end of the world. I am not saying that, but it's one of those things that you do have to think about, uh, and and consider, well, what do I do in these situations? Because, you know, jumping in your car and, and driving, yeah, you could, you can drive out of this, this storm for sure. Like this windstorm. I mean, going, going one city over, going over to Wasilla, Wasilla is not as bad as it is in this area. Going to Anchorage, Anchorage doesn't have any of this shit. Light wind, nothing compared to this. Um, unfortunately, where I'm located, uh, it is a high wind area. In fact, it's ripped doors off. I had a uh, one of those screen doors on, and in the middle of summer, it ripped the uh, the mechanism. It ripped the gas strut, and I even bought because uh, it had broken the struts before during winds. I bought. They were like 100-pound or 80-pound struts. It snapped, though. I'm like, holy shit. This uh, this is getting kind of wild, man, you know? And so, long story short, here I am today. A um, little tired. I wasn't, uh, truth be told, I was at a point this morning to where it was like, because but the power kept going on and off. And then, again, I had to, I don't know if you guys can hear that pelting noise. It's behind the microphone, so hopefully you don't hear it. Um, I was in debate on like, man, I am thinking I'm not going to do any podcast today. A, I'm, I'm fucking tired. B, uh, like you can't, you can't, uh, you can't hear a lot of stuff. Like, uh, when I'm upstairs, even downstairs here, like I can't, like when it starts getting really windy, shit's pelting. Like it is not a beautiful sunny day when nothing's blowing around. You have hard ice and snow, being launched at 70 miles an hour well between 40 and 70 miles an hour and it is loud it is very uh distracting and it's also kind of tiring in the sense that it's like jesus christ man (laughs) we've gone through this so anyways um all of that aside it i haven't had regular power outages in probably i think what time is it it's Okay, so probably two hours. I haven't had regular power outages for a short time there. It was it was quite regular and it was like, oh, my God, what like what are we doing? And from, you know, the the rolling shutdown and turn ons, but it doesn't work. If I'm recording a podcast, I'm not going to sit there and deal with power on, power off, power on, power off, power on, power off. And I use a computer uh, with notes and with (laughs) with all this other stuff. And it was like, fuck. So uh, kind of a massive disruption. We're getting past it, though. It's 2022, guys. We're in for a great year. Um, A couple of side notes uh, about 2022 so far. I was not aware of this until uh, this morning. I was, you know, we were laying there in the dark because we didn't have fucking power. We had some candles lit and whatnot. And uh, I was talking to my wife and we were talking about travel and and some of the people that she works with. And and I did not know this and I don't know the details because I didn't look it up because I've had other shit going on today. But due to COVID and weather situations in the PNW and other locations, it appears as though there's been quite a few canceled flights. In fact, uh, so, some of the people um, that my wife works with, and I did hear about some delays with some people that I work with, but not as significant as what she was saying. It's like there's been several uh, flights just being canceled over the last couple of weeks, uh, most recently over this last week. 
uh, because of the extreme uptick in COVID in major areas. And then of course, because of crazy, uh, um, weather conditions. Now the weather conditions I've talked about, we don't have an international airport or anything of that, of that sort in my location. Fortunately, we're all, there's no way that they could be, they could, uh, fly in this, you know, they'd have to pull in cause this is wild. I mean, shit is a, a disaster. In fact, a block up my street, I can see it from my window. There's a piece of an electrical Something I don't know what it is. It, we it's been reported already, but p- pieces of power line are ripped off and and whatnot. So we're uh, thankful right now. We still got internet and we're <laughs> we're on the air and we've got this. But um, to hear the travel delays from both COVID and and weather things, and I don't mean like delays like an hour. I mean like they're canceled and flights is pretty pretty wild um, to some degree. Now, yes, that happens in in stints, but uh, to hear you know in detail, I'm not going to talk about uh, a couple of specifics about it because it's their private travel shit but uh to hear some specific things around that i'm like wow this is this is pretty wild that it's uh um at this level and then of course you know checking in on friends and family and kind of keeping up with them because you know your power goes out you lose a lot of stuff and and whatnot so let's move on from that I, i keep circling back to it because i'm getting messages left and right and and it, it still is just a disaster outside. So um, a couple of things I wanted to talk about. And again, uh, a little Ill, ill-prepared because I got uh, my time was kind of taken by other uh, other things, as you can uh, imagine at this point. But one, one of the things that I, I was kind of cracking myself up and I was going to talk about this last week, but I thought, no, this is a funny one for uh, maybe the first the first uh, conversation of 2022. Um, and actually before I go into that guys, Hey, welcome to 2022, my friends. And, uh, thank you so much for listening to the culture Jack podcast guys. Um, the thing, the thing that was that, uh, just kept, it kept resonating with me over and over and over is, um, I have not spent a whole lot of time on Facebook, uh, recently. And I probably won't to tell you the truth. Um, I like Instagram, I'm digging that a little bit on TikTok. I'll go on to Facebook. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I have found myself in, in YouTube as well, but I have found myself kind of watching these quick stories, the reels and, and just getting that, that fast data, that fast, uh, the, the, the short commitment, the fast exchange kind of deal. And to where there's nothing wrong with Facebook. Um, but I don't feel like platform wise, it's, it's quite, as intuitive as some of these others for that. And, uh, I, I just haven't, I mean, a lot of it's, a lot of it's fine. I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's just some shit about it. I guess I, I just haven't been uh, gravitating toward it. Now, again, I'll go on there cause there's, there's certain things I do and interact with, but we'll see, we'll see what the future holds, but that's not my point. My point is, uh, to point out that I've been spending time on IG and, and on TikTok and, and on, uh, some of these platforms as I obviously can, and with doing so, you start to pick up some shit because I run a lot into, uh, and Facebook included in this, um, where you're just kind of skimming through and it's not even your shit. That's one of the the interesting things like about TikTok and about even IG at this point is you go into this like exploration mode and you see a lot of stuff that like, I would never search for this. I, I wouldn't even know how to search for this uh, or these people or whatever it is. And part of it's interesting. Sometimes I'm like, why am I fucking watching this? Right. Have you ever found yourself in that position to where you're sitting on a social media 
uh, program or application or what have you. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And it's funny to me because over the last year, I have spent quite a bit of time in these platforms uh, to some degree. Normally, um, I, I'm trying to push a push in a uh, a picture or an ad or whatever out, or um, I'm just fucking around for a few minutes and that's it. There's not it's not a huge commitment to me because as much as I care, I don't care kind of situation, right? Like, it, and that's the truth. But while exploring this, a notable thing, again, that, that just kind of brought a smile to my face is skimming through and kind of screwing around on there. I, I find it very, very kind of humorous uh, because of all of these like experts in all these fields now. And I, I know that may sound weird, but when you go, when you go into, um, when you go into, oh, hold on here. I just got notices from the local school districts checking in on families and, and all of that because of the high winds and the damage and they canceled school and all of this. So I apologize. They kept calling and left me a message. Um, anyways, when you start watching some of this stuff, it's funny to me because there are these people and I think we all do this. Like I, I think I do this and I think you do this now, whether you admit to it or if you're honest with yourself about it, you may or may not. But, uh, with these platforms, it's like people have become so comfortable that they're openly sharing, um, some of the stuff, an example, and I'm not going to put names unless I recall the names, um, or I feel comfortable with recalling the names. Cause I don't want to shout out some of these people unless I have to or whatnot. Um, but there's like this guy, this dude has a huge fucking following. So hats off to him. And maybe that's the, the, the region he or he's doing this, but who's I'm the fastest man. I could kick your ass. I can kick your ass. And he's like beating up one of those, uh, fighting dummies. If you, you probably, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, he called out Jake Paul. If you don't know what I'm talking about at that point, you have not been on the internet. Cause this dude's got, he's been doing this for fuck six months, I think maybe longer. And it, it, it's funny to me in one, in one perspective and the other, I'm like, you know, it's so crazy to think. And, and the guy's kind of serious. I think he is. I, I believe he is kind of serious. Um, had to get a drink there. Sorry. Uh, so there's that kind of stuff on there. And then there's some, there's some fucking freaks of nature. Like I have seen some shit on, on there from, I, 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 and again, I don't know how I end up watching this shit, but I was watching, it was one of these things to where it had like a group of men and women and they're all in, uh, it, it appears to be that they're in like some gymnastics, uh, area, like a, uh, some kind of gymnastics warehouse kind of thing, right? Big open area. They got mats and they've got all the stuff to do your tumbles and your folds and your flips, blah, blah, blah. And it's doing one of these pans and these people are like doing fucking flips and they're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, man, that is so amazing to see like 20 people in a fucking row did this, um, different things. And you've got that. And then you've got, I have seen some of the most incredibly talented, um, singers and, uh, musicians and artists like drawing there, there's been several times where again I don't even know why the fuck I'm doing it but I, I'm sitting there skimming through and the next thing you know I am uh, watching 
uh, this guy draw live an image. And I'm like, damn, you know, and not only am I like, damn, I'm like, this is crazy. And you can talk to him. Like I talked to the dude, uh, while he's taught, while he's doing, asking him about his application, asking about this and asking about that. Uh, and it's freaking awesome. And so I guess, uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is with the huge ability now to, um, share content and to have followings and, and to record yourself very easily and kind of promote and, and discuss. It is so simple to share those things that you're good and, and maybe some of the stuff you're not good, not good at. And, and I've seen several examples of that, but it's so it, it's, it makes me very curious, I guess, holistically when it's like, man, this is, it's like unlocking um, raw or real videos of stuff because a lot of this stuff now, while some of it is fake, okay, some of this content I'm referring to is staged and it's as crafted and blah blah blah, but some of this is not. It's like raw between a combination between raw talent or ability and or luck, right? And so, I I guess the point I'm trying to make is it, it's so funny to see this in this day and age to be so readily available and to have thought, um, you know, a decade ago on how video on the internet was, uh, kind of reduced or mimicking a lot of what was done on TV or it was porn. It was one or two, right? It was like porn is videos you watched on the internet or it mimicked TV, uh, i.e. a lot of the big YouTubers and stuff, not to say that their style did, but it was big production, and you had to have this and you had to have clean microphones and you had to have all these things. Now it seems to be more gritty and more real than ever. And it's interesting to me because it's like, are we going to continue to see this evolution, this change into 2022 um, as this continues to grow? Or is this from a social and cultural kind of acceptance and understanding from not only an entertainment um concept or view, but from an education concept and view and from a, uh, communication concept, because that's, that's the other part. Now it's like, you can fucking comment on anybody's, you can share, you can do all of these different activities, whether, you know, you may or may not be recognized for it, which is a whole nother conversation, because I think that there are a lot of people that want to be recognized for their contributions, which, in my opinion, if you like someone's, uh, like in our case, if you like the podcast or if you share the podcast and to expect like high praise, it's like, no, that's just you being a friend. You know, there's a funny meme. Uh, there's a funny meme thing going on right now. And I, I, I see it. Fuck it, it's, it's viral. So I see it every, every few days. Right. And it's like, uh, an image of somebody doing something. Hey bro. Why haven't you made it yet? And it's like, hey, motherfucker, because you aren't sharing my shit. So help me make it, you know, that kind of thing. And it's funny because there is some, <laughs> as as that may sound intrusive or, or crude or rude or however you want to take that in, there is some truth to that. And it's just so interesting to me in 2022, here we are. 
And while I'm not going to revisit all of the the craziness, I already did enough of that in the beginning of this with the stupid storm we're dealing with and power outages and the flight delays and COVID and all of that shit. But it still is extremely interesting to me that we we have all of these insanely talented people um, that are capable of projecting cool videos. Most of them are in video format, cool videos with, uh, in some cases, great context, in some cases, great storytelling, in some cases, incredible video editing and music and blah, blah, blah. Um, But it's also incredible to what triggers support, what, what is the reason that you click that like button? What is the reason that you follow that person? Well, I just like it. Or I just, it's just an interesting thing. And, and the skills and the, <clears throat> the artists and the ability thing, again, I, I have found it, I have found it kind of humorous uh, because we still have real professionals. And I'm not saying that some of these folks aren't professional and I'm not saying that they're not capable, but I find it to be quasi funny, especially when it comes to some of these people with uh, like some of the top tier fighters in the world, I can kick your ass. I can do this. I can do that. And it's like all of these like very, very goofy things where it's like, dude, I get it. Maybe you do train fucking all the time, but you have to remember you're talking to someone that is a professional, does it for a living 100% and, and is at that level in their career. Um, that allows them to be noted as that um, because you've been beating up a tree in your yard and putting it on TikTok and it's gone viral. And maybe you go and run 20 miles a day and maybe you train like a fucking beast. That does not, in my opinion, that that does not translate to being a top fighter in the UFC or a top fighter in this or a professional basketball player. It just doesn't equate to that. I mean, and if you want some raw examples of that, go to the artist, go to the world of artists, uh, specifically drawing, painting, um, digital artists. Uh, There are, I have personally watched fucking incredible talent. And I'm like, oh my God. And this person isn't, isn't publishing on magazines. This person isn't producing covers for comic books or interior art for comic books. They're not selling their prints for hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars or what have you. Um, they haven't made it that far. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of lose, uh, I guess, the translation or or lose that, that interaction to where it's like, it must be nice to know, like, if you're a talented person uh, or you're good at what you do, um, and you're not at that that high pinnacle, you still have to fucking work, you know, just as hard as the next guy. And those that are at the top, they still have to fucking work hard. It's not a given market, but it's it it draws a lot of interest for me because of being able to access. And I think that's the main reason is the accessibility um, for all of us. It's not inclusive to me by any fucking stretch of the imagination. In fact, um, compared to some of you that are listening, I'm sure I'm not even, you know, I'm not even in your wheelhouse with as much content as you may consume. I mean, I have no fucking clue. I mean, like I said, I would consider myself a fairly casual, um, 
uh, person that reviews content, while AKA watches shit on IG, TikTok, and what have you. But I still find that to be very interesting, and, and I'm excited to see what what it cultivates and brings into the future because I think we're starting to see a clash of the kind of independent, which is what I would refer to as the IG and the the, the folks that are not tied um, with those that are. And there's there's plenty of examples of that most recently, you know, Jake Paul is running his ass against the UFC and, you know, I make this much more money. You guys are, you know, own my own shit. I'll, I'll contract my own fights. You guys work for the UFC, your employees, you make way less money. You do this, you do that, you do this. And so what he's saying is, is self-contracting, which is very similar to kind of that YouTube mentality to where it's like, fuck this, or, or even a podcast or whatever, fuck this. We can do it ourselves. We'll fund it or we'll get people to help us fund it. And then um, it's holistically 100% ours, which will allow us to make all of the decisions, good, bad, or indifferent, but it'll also allow us to, at the point of uh, making revenue, make those decisions as well, as opposed to um, bringing your talent, skills, and what have you to someone and then making it. So there's there's a lot of, uh, I guess, controversy around this. Not just fight. It's not just fighting. It's This goes all the way back to uh, Image Comics. This goes back even before that. It goes, it, we're, we're continuing to see um, a amount of independence amongst artists and, and skilled individuals that are challenging kind of the the structure and it's not all corporate either i don't want to i don't want to convolute because it's not just corporate this or that i mean that's that's kind of the foundationals and we can go into that in a different day anyways i just find that to be extremely interesting uh for several several reasons um but most importantly in the in the case of today uh seeing all this incredible talent showcase their skills regularly um is awesome seeing the uh kind of the difference between um, those guys and the other guys is awesome. Um, just being able to interact at an easy, very, very simple and basic level is amazing. In 2022, we're just going to continue to see it. I mean, there's so much talent out there and there's, and even when I say talent, it, it doesn't mean you're the best at or this, that, or the other uh, showcasing some of your skills. Remember, that there are plenty of individuals that don't have the ability. Um, and, and I don't mean like financial ability. I mean, just don't have the fucking ability to do X, Y, and Z. And that's what triggers their interest in, in many other things. So let's, let's move on. I, uh, I'm long winded today. <laughs> so let's move on. I got a couple of goofy things I want to talk about. All right. Let's see what's going on here. Man, my phone is blown up. I'm going to have to try to make this quick because I keep getting messages and, and phone calls and stuff about this weather conditions and are you okay, you know, blah, all, all of that stuff, which I extremely appreciate. And I um, want to dive into a couple of things. Um, I tried to find, let me try to find it again. I was reading this really freaking interesting um I was reading this really interesting article and I, let me try to find it here. I tried to look it back up and it wasn't, it, I wasn't able to find it. Um, 
shoot, man. Because I am going to butcher this, but I do want to talk about it anyways. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know why. Hold on here. No. No. Okay. I'm not going to be able to find it, so we're going to just riff it. Um, I I don't regularly follow NFT stuff. I mean, I do to some degree. I'll read about it, and then um, I've talked to a couple of people about it. Uh, and I mentioned before, I get fucking bombarded with NFT stuff, um, and I'm trying to understand it a little bit more and more, and I think I am, and I got to figure out how to do it because you have to have uh, digital currency in which I need to uh, invest more time in understanding that as well. So anyways, the other day, and I'm going to fuck this up. So if you could find this article, please do, because it's very, it's very kind of crazy and, and wild. I read this article in regards to uh, the um, board ape. I don't know if you guys are following it, but board apes, one of the bigger, one of the bigger NFT independent NFTs, um, they've sold like millions and millions of dollars of NFTs, I believe. Um, and let me see if this is it. You can buy a Board 8 Yacht Club NFT for 52 Ether or $210,000. Um, anyways, they've got all these, they, they've got these um, Board Apes, Yacht Club, different, you know, different characters, different things going on. So I'm reading this article and... Okay, so here's a comment. So sometimes you fuck up, make a bad buy out of the gas fail, send ETH to the wrong wallet or fat finger a listing. It's going to happen. But letting it occupy your mind for even one second after you can no longer affect the outcome is purely hurting yourself twice. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, anyway, so this guy has one of the most expensive board uh, board ape NFTs, right? And it's uh, the cheetah. It's this cheetah print guy with these cool glasses, and he gets a potion. And I'm like, "What is fucking? What does it this even mean?" So it explains it. Um, this dude bought this expensive potion, probably the most expensive potion, and uh, it was. I can't remember. That's what I was trying to find the article. I searched for for a hot minute here. Um, it, it was expensive. And then he has his NFT drink the potion, and then it alters his NFT to this, like, eyeball creature. And I'm like, what the fuck? Which then turns his NFT into one of the most highly sought-after NFTs of all time ever at X amount of dollars. And I'm like, this is so crazy to me. Um, but it's, it's uh, digital content. And I was like, man, this is, you know, non-fungible tokens is, is what it is. There's a agreement. Uh, the blockchain supports it kind of things that I'm like, man, there's so much money being put into this. And there is, you know, last and the most important community that is built around this collection. Board Ape Yacht has organized meetups with New York and California. There have been, Board Ape get-togethers in Hong Kong and the UK as well. Most recently, a weekend of festivities for owners was held in New York featuring the actual yacht party and a concert that was featuring appearances by Chris Ross, Aziz Asani, and The Strokes. Of course, these businesses' aspects in developing the community. Art of any kind is worth only as much as the people are willing to pay. 
in an NFT collection, the floor price is essentially equal to the least invested members that are willing to sell. Um, and then it goes on and on. But uh, this article I did find does talk real briefly about like the potions. Uh, so for the floors. So it, it's just so wild to me. Um, it, it just is. Holy shit, man. And then, you know, the, the value of the board ape and everything that's gone with it. But one of the interesting things that I read in addition to this was, uh, or watched a short video on was Gary Vaynerchuk kind of explaining, uh, the web 3.0 internet 3.0 on like, uh, and I'm going to fuck up, fuck up the, the, the verbatim, but like, you know, series one was understanding internet. One was understanding and sharing series two was collecting data and information and series three is, consumerization um, of the internet to where you own this, this, and this, you share this, this, and this. And essentially what that could turn into, which is kind of scary to some degree is the resource grab, right? Which means while today is an open market for the most part of you being able to have damn near unlimited resources for pretty much anything. You want to watch any of these videos, you want to borrow some pictures, you want to read an article, that's all pretty much open source. You can find with a will, there's a way you can find it for free for the most part um, or a version of it for free. What that could turn into and, and art. I hope it's this uh, sticks predominantly around art, but uh, you know, to have everything on lockdown because they own the rights and they, these guys own the rights that that could be a bit frustrating and could damage. I think what the internet was supposed to be and supposed to be, into the future, but I guess to own the rights to some of the digital stuff is interesting to me because that's, that's kind of what it boils down to. And there's also additional features and things that are supposed to be coming with NFTs. Like if you buy my NFT for this hat, say that I just do hat NFTs, um, you know, once a year I'll send you a free hat or, or I'll send you a signed hat or whatever, and that's built in the contract. It's on the ledger, which means every everybody's aware of where it is. Because now, if I had a trademark and registered this, you actually don't really know who owns that. And that, that's been an issue with music. It's been an issue with the rights to a lot of different things through the years. And I think that that kind of solves a lot of that. To where if I wanted to use X song or use your shirt, I know who to contact because it should be on the ledger. And move forward. But anyways, we're not going to get much more into that. I uh, don't don't want to dive too deep into it. But it is pretty cool. If you guys uh, can find the article in regards to the board ape um, with the potion thing, it was very interesting. And is a little bit of insight into the future, whether you like it or I like it or not. That's that's uh, where it's heading. And another thing that I want you guys to check out is called Mona.gallery. Nothing. Actually, it's just Mona.gallery. I watched an interesting video on this um, earlier today, and I've read a couple of things on this, and that is uh, enter the metaverse. And this is fucking wild. So you've probably heard the term metaverse from uh, Zuckerberg and Facebook and a lot of other people. There's more and more people discussing this metaverse and essentially it's world building and it's uh literally what it is. It's a matrix shit. It's like video games. Um, but I guess a little bit more serious. Um, anyways, 
the Mona Gallery. Let me see if it'll give a description. Buy open so you build a space. Let me open this up. What what I watched was it kind of a offering for those that want to um, build a space within the metaverse via Mona Gallery with these tools and this and that, and it's not managed by a corporation because that that was that's kind of the big thing behind this. It's managed by people. And you can create a shareable space, a.k.a. a world, uh, and it's pretty fucking wild. And then you can get to this world through a portal. So this is like some it, part of it is like fucking video games. I'm sorry. I don't care how you look at it. I still feel like it's video game ask. Um, let's see. Let me. There we go. Overview. What is a space? A space is a 3D virtual social environment that can be viewed in a web browser. You are able to create spaces using free tools like Unity and Blender or other applications like Maya, Gravity Sketch, and other tools, then create digital content. Each space is minted as an NFT and can be bought or sold much like other NFTs. What can I do in a space? Spaces are designed to be social environments and can be used for whatever you think of. You can host a presentation event, a party, or just hang out with friends and explore the many other spaces that are getting built every day. You are able to connect with others and chat with the inbuilt avatar and chat features with more features and constantly being added. Owners of spaces will soon be able to display other NFTs they own, such as images and other assets of that type. Can I build a space? Yes. You can start building a space by installing the Unity and downloading our ready-to-use template on GitHub. GitHub. Can I buy a space? Yes. Many spaces are available on OpenSea Marketplace here. So that gives you an idea of what a space is. Let's look at what an artifact is. An artifact is a 3D asset within your space that can be linked to a website. Artifacts are, artifacts allow builders and owners to open external websites from within their space. Perhaps you want to create a virtual store with a 3D presentation of the product in your space that links to the online store and the product type. Another use might be to showcase your art gallery to sell that links to the marketplace on your page for your NFTs. So like, think about what I'm saying, guys. Like if you're, this this is us heading in this direction, like period. Like you can dislike it. Like, I don't know how, I'm kind of on the fence about this, but it's like crazy. A portal, a portal connects a space to another space. Portals allow for easy navigation between spaces inside of Mona. Basically, a portal is a hyperlink to another space. Portals can be used to form larger interconnected worlds. Portals can look like anything you want, although the usual is something like a door slash portal. But that is not a hard rule if you want to get creative. The only rule that you have to have is at least one portal in the space. Now, this thing goes on and on, but I would highly recommend uh, for those that want to look into what is coming in 2022, 2023, check out Gallery. Um, I'm going to continue to read into this, some of this stuff, A, because it's interesting, and B, because I feel like the digital, we we and we know this, but we have only scratched the surface of what the digital world holds, and I am not going to sit here and say, um, that it is a trade-off for the physical world I, or the, the real world, I should say. 
Um, I'm not even going to get in that conversation today. I feel like that's, that's suited better for a different day. But what I will say is this, is the digital world allows you to do things um, as, as you've seen in, in a lot of these science fiction movies, as you've read in science fiction, science fiction books, you've read in comic books, your fantasy of what the world could be is literally at your fingertips. Is it right now? No. Um, but how that interaction and communication, I think that's what we're trying to evolve collectively as mankind is how do we make it worthwhile in these spaces? Just because I create a cool space doesn't mean people are going to show up, right? Just because you create a cool video doesn't mean you're going to get a million likes and, and it goes on and on. But um, I wanted to share that because I've read about this and I read some uh, other versions and supporting documents to this and I found it to be extremely interesting. And we're going to see a lot more of this in 2022. We're going to see a lot more into 2023 and in the years to come. And again, I, you don't necessarily have to understand and be an architect of it, but I think it would be beneficial if you at least kind of understood what is happening because there's a high likelihood that shit is going to change in a rapid, at a rapid pace here in the near future. And with technology being non-excusable anymore in the nineties, even the two thousands, especially the early two thousands, it was excusable. If, if you said, I don't know, I, I don't really use a computer. Okay. You fast forward to 2010. It's not excusable. I don't know how to use a computer. Well then fucking figure it out, man. Go get a manual, go onto YouTube, go ask your mom, brother, cousin, go to the fucking library, go take a class. Like you have unlimited resources to learn how to use a computer. Like it, it's a necessity. It's a utilitarian asset for your life so figure that shit out now you can't say that and with some of this in the next decade you know five to ten years it could be the same thing to include nfts to include um the uh the space that the metaverse is going to be connected to because when you start thinking about this holistically um, from especially from a resource standpoint and i don't know where the balance is and again i don't want to go into a full my full explanation or my full opinion of this at this time. But when you start considering that and considering that you can create a real world or, or it is a real world to some degree with real assets, with real value, it, it starts to almost hurt my brain. Like, fuck, are we going in the goddamn matrix? Is that what we're doing here? Red, blue, red pill, blue pill. <laughs> Oh, shit, guys. All right. Well, let me wrap it up there. My phone keeps I, I keep getting messages and whatnot. So that's what we got for you guys here. First Monday Madness 2022. I greatly appreciate everybody that has uh, been listening to this episode and all of our episodes. Again, we are uh, hell bent on bringing you guys four episodes a week and then, you know, throwing in that fifth OTE and then possibly some some other odds and ends throughout the year. But at the end of it, guys. We do thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know I went off on a bit of a tangent, went over, went uh, kind of all over the place, and that's that's what it is, man. It's been a hectic day and a half due to this uh, goofy, goofy weather that we're administering and uh, not having power and everything in between. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for 2022, guys. It's uh, we're, I'm going to make it a great year. Good riddance to 2021. <laughs> let's uh, let's do this together. And uh, please share, subscribe, drop a review. We appreciate you. Thank you very much.